What's good, everyone? AB back at it with another episode of That Wrestling Pod. I hope everyone's week is off to a good start. Mine certainly is. Uh, quite an eventful last couple of days as far as wrestling goes. I figured I'd hop on and uh, just get my thoughts on uh, Raw and SmackDown and some of the important news bits to come out of both shows. Um, SmackDown just ended uh, a couple of minutes ago, and uh, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. They crammed as much as they could in that first hour um, and dedicated the entire second hour to the gauntlet match, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I always love when they do these hour-long gauntlet matches. It's a, it's a good way to eat up a lot of time, and, um, you know, if they, if they have the right story in there, um, it, it can really keep you engaged for, for a good chunk of the show. And tonight I felt like they had the perfect story. Um, a little bit bittersweet seeing as Mustafa Ali is going to end up missing out on the chamber match. Um, I was really bummed out about that. I was looking forward to seeing how he'd hang in there with uh, you know, all these established guys. But um, you know, the, the good to come out of it is that Kofi's going to get an opportunity. And if there's anybody on that roster that deserves the opportunity, it's Kofi Kingston. Um, and I've been watching him since he debuted in ECW uh, back in 2008. And uh, you know, getting to see him go out there and hang with Brian and go over Jeff Hardy and hang with Joe and hang with AJ. Um, you know, by the time that he finally got eliminated, I really was like, man, he might win this whole thing. Um, of course, I, I kind of assumed that, that Orton would, and he did, and he did, and, you know, that's fine. That's probably the right move anyway. But, you know, letting Kofi go out there and, and hang with those guys, um, especially when, you know, he hasn't, you know, the New Day really hasn't done a whole lot since dropping the tag titles to the bar um, a couple months ago. And, uh, you know, letting him get out there and, Show that he can still hang, and and uh, you know we know we know Kofi. We know he's going to go in that chamber match. He's going to do some fun stuff. I don't think anybody really expects him to win, but I honestly would like to make the argument that he should win. Um, you know, it, it, it might be too soon, considering that, like I said, they haven't been doing anything with the New Day uh, at all. But you know, what a fresh, uh, different. Uh, you know, thing to do than than to you know have Kofi go in this chamber match, win the title, and uh, and have the have the New Day faction uh, you know, freebird it. You know why not? I think that'd be super. I think that'd be different, right? That'd be different. It'd be unique. It'd be it'd be something we've never seen before. And uh, and I can't think of a better. You know, even if they're not going to do that, uh, if they want to do like just a stopgap feud. Uh, maybe at this, you know, Fastlane would be the perfect time to do it. If Brian's going to go into WrestleMania as the WWE champion, um, I mean, I really can't think of a better uh, opponent for Brian than the New Day. I think that the uh, the promos that the, you know Brian would have on the New Day would be fantastic. He's been untouchable on the mic since this heel turn. Um, you know, we saw all of the uh, all the things he would say about AJ, all, all the merch that AJ had with the gloves and all the t-shirts and the, and the leather jackets, you know, New Day is, is, you know, just as decked out on merch as, uh, as AJ, if not more so. So, I mean, Brian would have a lot of material there and, you know, Brian could have a great match with the broomstick, but you put him in there with, with three talents like the New Day, I think it'd be a fun match no matter which one of the three guys is in there. Um, and I think, I think it'd be a really cool stopgap feud to get us, you know, from, Fast lane to WrestleMania, and uh, I think I think having having New Day as the WWE champion 
again free birding that title. I mean, we never see we never seen that before. You know, why why not do a, a breath of fresh air? We're always talking about we want something different, something new. Um, it's a little bit more of a heelish thing to do to have a faction free bird the title, but. You know, why not, man? Why not? I think it could be fun. I think that there's a lot that they could do with it. You know, you could have the whole Brian feud. Joe would make a whole lot of sense, especially after the beatdown he had on Kofi on SmackDown tonight. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of ways they could go about it. And, you know, for for all that's, that's done with the WWE title anyway, I mean, it's never... I can't remember the last time it closed the show. Uh, like a pay-per-view, it might have been might have been fast lane last year, and then before that, I, I mean, it had to have been whatever SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view they had. So, you know, if they're not going to close the show with it anyway, if it's not going to be the the top end uh, top end deal, you know, why not? It'd be it'd be different. It, it could be fun. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing. It could be for a couple months, and then if it doesn't work, you just you put it on someone else. So, uh, I'm all for for something different and new and. And, uh, you know, fresh that, you know, we haven't seen before for you know, all that's said about WWE being a little formulaic and, and too consistent. Um, let's change it up a bit. You know, I, again, Kofi, he's been there for 11 years. And there was a part in the match on that gauntlet match tonight where um, AJ didn't want to didn't didn't want to wrestle. Kofi told him, he, he you know, he could he didn't have to do this. He could he could go to the back. It's fine. It'll be dealing. Kofi got fired up and. And he's like, man, I've been here 11 years. He's, the, I never had my opportunity. I've been here too long. And and I felt what he what he was saying. Yeah, it felt real. Um, and man, Kofi's been there forever. He's he's dealt with bad creative. You know, for a while there, it looked like the new day wasn't even going to be a thing. And, uh, and he stuck it out for a long time. He's been consistent. He's he's the ultimate. Um, you know, utility player, and that you can stick him anywhere on the card. He's going to deliver. I think uh, you know, give him give him a little bit of a run with it. You know, it doesn't have to be a WrestleMania thing. It could be it could be afterwards or a little bit before. Or, you know, maybe Kofi wins the Chamber, and then Brian feuds with them through Fastlane, and Brian wins it back at Fastlane, and then we've had we had the New Day thing, and and Brian can move on, and the New Day can move on, and do whatever they want to do, and. Um, you know, I'm all for it. So if, if that's a direction that they want to take, um, I have I have no problem with it whatsoever. Uh, I don't think I you know don't think it's going to happen, but I definitely would like to see that. I think it, as, at least as an experiment, uh, and and you know if it's a month thing, then whatever. But you know, other than that, uh, SmackDown was pretty solid. Um, nothing else really of note to talk about. I did like the the segment between um, the Usos and the Miz and Shane, you know, for a match that doesn't really make a ton of sense other than um, you know the Usos want to be tag team champions and Miz and Shane happen to be tag team champions. Um, I thought they did a really good job at putting a little bit of heat on the on the feud. Usos talking about how they're a makeshift tag team and the Usos have been a tag team and they breathe tag teams and. Um, you know, I thought it was a really good way to kind of get a little bit of last-minute heat on that match, and, and I was already looking forward to it anyway. You, you can't go wrong with a Nuso match, but now that they added that little bit of fire to it, a little bit of sizzle, um, I'm definitely looking forward to it more. So, um, you know, I, I will give a full-on prediction video for um, the Elimination Chamber. Not video. Uh, I do audio. I will be doing an, an Elimination Chamber podcast later this week. 
But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that match, I think. As far as uh, tag teams go, um, you know, I'm glad they're, they're trying, <laughs> at least. And, uh, you know, SmackDown has had the better tag team division. And, you know, I think that I think that those guys will go out there and have a good match, man. I mean, you can't count the Usos out. Shane's always consistent. Miz is solid. So, um, I think it'll be a solid match. But, yeah, SmackDown was pretty solid this week. Um, you know, nothing to complain about, really. SmackDown's usually solid. SmackDown, you can usually count on them being a, a good show. So, um, much better than Raw this week, <laughs> to say the least. Um you know, Raw being three hours is, it's it's a chore, is it not? I mean, it's it has its moments, as Raw did this week. I don't you know, I've seen a lot of hate on Raw, and I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of people just saying how bad of a show it was, and, you know, it had its moments where it was boring, and there were points where even I was like, man, are we still, are, we're still on Raw, it's still, it's still going. It felt like it was six hours, not three hours, but... And I don't think Raw was, um, a, a, you know, a completely bad show. It definitely had its moments, like I said. Um, you know, I always like it when Raw opens up with a story, um, and then that story plays throughout the night, and then that story culminates um, at the end of the show. And that's what they did this week. Um, you know, the uh, Becky comes out. Um, you know, the McMahon's invited her over, and they said that she's back in the match. If she apologizes, and then of course the story throughout the night was Becky contemplating if she should swallow her pride, or if she should tell the McMahon's to shove it. And uh, you know, we got some some segments with you know, Finn went back there and you know told her, hey, you know, do what you got to do. And Alexa tried to, con- to convince her to to not do it. And then of course there was a little bit of fun where Becky's like, you just want to be in the Mania main event, and. Uh, you know, they even had a part where Rhonda tried to convince Becky to just go out there and suck it up and apologize. And, uh, you know, like I said, I like it when they do that. I like it when there's a, a reoccurring story throughout the night. I like it when uh, they give you a reason to continue to watch throughout the show. And, and you could tell that was what they were trying to do, you know, with ratings being so bad. Uh, you could tell that they were trying to give you a reason to, to keep watching. And, uh, you know, I, I would like to see them do stuff like that more often rather than just... Segment one, segment two, segment three, segment four. You know, it's 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 a lot nicer and it and it really makes for a better show. So, um, you know, the really the only downside is that it was just, it was just a long long show. Um, but you know, we got a strong fun um, triple threat tag team match with uh, the women that'll be on the raw or not the raw chamber, just the women's tag title chamber. Um, Nia and Tamina end up getting the win there, uh, but it gave me hope for. Uh, the women's tag team chamber match. Not that I'm not looking forward to it, not that I'm not excited about the women's tag team division launching, but um, six teams in a chamber match, you know, 12 bodies, that is a lot. And that and that has cluster muck written all over it. So um, you know, hopefully uh, they put it in a way that it doesn't get too clogged up in there, but... Um, you know, you look at all all the talent in there. They're all really solid at, at a minimum. So, um, but this match gave me hope for it, and uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what they do with it. But you know, again, it's always fun when you have a good strong match to, to kind of build off of that story that they built on. And I thought that Raw started off really well, in my opinion. You know, they carried on to the Elias and Lucha House Party stuff. Um, I didn't quite understand that too well. I don't really know why 
the Lucha House Party really has a beef with Elias or why they want to interrupt Elias. Like, their, their explanation was just, we want to walk with Elias. And, you know, that's fine, but it's, it's a little bit lazy. Um, you can tell that, that they're just really trying to get the crowd to hate Elias. And the crowd does not want to hate Elias at all. The crowd loves Elias, and they're doing everything they can to, to, try, to, to try to get him booed a little bit more. And I, I feel like that was, you know, hey, let's throw the luchadors out there. Let's let him beat up Kalisto, um, and hopefully the crowd will hate it. And, and I think there's also a part of it where they're trying to get us to care about Lucha House Party a little bit. And, I mean, finally, to be honest with you, just because, you know, for a while it's just here's these three luchadors that were on 205 Live, but now they're on Raw randomly, and they're coming out with pinatas and, and other random toys. And, you know, it's like, it's like what is Lucha House Party? What are they? What, you know, why are they what they are? Um, you know, they did the Lucha House Party rules thing for a while, and, and that was, you know, it didn't that didn't make any sense. And, you know, if you look at Lucha House Party, they're three solid talents that if they give us a reason to care, there's no reason why they can't be a strong part of a, of a good tag team division on Raw. So um, I, I hope that, uh, if you know, if they continue this little feud, it's a good way to, to get us to, you know, buy into Lucha House Party a little more because um, I'd like to see them... Um, as a little bit more established, a little bit more, more you know, seasoned. Now, I think that they could have some fun matches with the Revival, um, who I will get to here in a few minutes. Um, but other than that, um, you know, like I said, the show was, was off to a solid start. You know, this was a little bit of fun. And then they gave us Finn and Drew, and that was boring. <laughs> that match was really, really boring. And then they went on and they added Braun and Kurt and Bobby and, uh, and Corbin. And they spent a good 40 minutes on this six-man tag match. And I think this is really where they lost the crowd. Um, you have a lot of guys here that just really have no direction. Um, I was really hopeful that after the Brock match with you know Finn that he would come out of that and uh, you know look at him a little bit better, look at him as a little bit higher up on the card. And you know they got the win, good for them and all that, but... You can't help but just feel like it's very directionless right now and that there's not, you know, they just don't really know what they're doing with it. Um, I do like the idea of Finn and Bobby in an Intercontinental title feud. Um, I don't anticipate Finn winning the title, at least not this this weekend. But um, I do think that, you know, if he does get the title off of Lashley, um, he could be a strong Intercontinental champion. And, uh, you know, I think... uh, We'll just see, you know. We'll just see what, what they can do with it. Um, the Intercontinental title is a little bit stale again. It was it was so hot last year uh, when Seth had it and he was defending it every week. Um, and it's, it's, ever since he dropped it to Dean, it's just kind of it, it's like all that is gone. None, none of it matters anymore. And uh, you know, it just I'd like to see them do more with the Intercontinental Championship. You know, it's it's the workhorse title. We've all we all grew up with it. Um, and you know, I don't have a problem with Lashley as champion. I think that the Lashley Leo Rush um, shtick has come a long way from when they first put them together. Uh, he's not bending over anymore. Leo's not chaining Lashley in the microphone over and over again. It's you know, it's not as annoying, but it's it's coming along as a stronger as a stronger unit. And I do like Lashley as Intercontinental Champion, and I hope that they can put a little bit of juice behind a feud with him and Finn. And uh, hopefully we can get some solid matches out of it, and maybe even we can get Finn as Intercontinental Champion. 
Um, but yeah, this this match was this match was long. Um, it it drug it drug out way too much, and uh, you know, ho- hopefully hopefully we can start to get some direction with some of these other guys like you know, Corbin and and Drew and Braun and Kurt, and we'll see what they do with it. But uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit tired of of the same thing over and over and over again. I think it really killed the show. Um, and, and, and the show just kind of suffered from there. Um, you know, Ruby and Nikki, two solid talents, Nikki Cross, uh, and the crowd at that point was just, by that point, they were just dead. I mean, they just, they just did not care. Um, and, I, and to be honest with you, I don't blame them. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Ruby Riot. I really like Nikki Cross. But, you know, a week ago, Nikki Cross was beating the crap out of Sasha and Bailey. You know, two of the top raw babyface women. And all of a sudden now she's wrestling Ruby Riot, an established heel um, that is not known for winning. You know, the Riot Squad is typically used for, you know, putting over whoever they're facing, whether it's Sasha or Bailey or Natty or, or Ronda now. Um, so you have two women out there that people aren't programmed to really care about. And you're putting them kind of in a death spot there after this long, drawn out match. Um, and you know what? In all honesty, Ruby and Nikki went out there and had a solid match. I really thought that the action they had was good, but the crowd just did not care. And I thought that was a shame because, you know, both of those women are really talented. And, uh, you know, I think that they deserve better. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens with Ruby. I know, I mean, obviously, she's not going to win the women's title from Ronda. Uh, that just wouldn't make any sense. But, you know, I really hope that they do something to get her and the rest of the Riot Squad going because I am a big fan of all three of those women. I think they're all really strong talents. Um, you know, Seth had, an, had a promo with Heyman, and, uh, you know, it was pretty solid. It was okay. Uh, Seth ended it pretty strong, I thought. Um, I, it's going to be tough for them to build this feud with him and Brock, with Brock not being there and Seth not being able to wrestle, um, being that he's hurt. But, um, you know, we'll see what they can do with it, whether they do some vignettes or they do more promos. Um, you know, I- I'm glad they're building it this far out in advance and it's not just going to be kind of hot shot in the last four weeks before Mania. But I am curious to see what they're going to do because it's going to be quite a challenge to build this matchup into something that people are dying to see when, you know, like I said, one of those guys isn't even going to really be there other than probably the go-home show, go show for Raw. So we'll see. Um, the, the only weird thing that came out of this was, you know, of course, Dean comes out and uh, doesn't say anything other than I've got one thing to say, and that's to slay the beast. Um, really odd, out of place. Um, obviously, Dean is, is, is leaving or you know, last we heard he's leaving. Who knows if maybe he might have a change of heart between now and after WrestleMania. But um, really weird for them to do this this soon. I don't know if. They are just trying to have Dean go out, go out as a baby face, and you know hope that he comes back in their good graces someday. But um, it just kind of felt out of place. One thing I will say though, with Dean, um, every time he has a mic, I am just waiting in anticipation at what he might say, um, and I think that's going to be the case until he leaves. Um, I really hope that they uh, they really integrate that into a storyline and and. You know, no, not just have him go out there and randomly wrestle EC3. Um, I really want to see them do something with it. It seemed like they were teasing that the night after the Rumble when Nia interrupted him. So I don't know if maybe he's just, you know, if they're waiting for a little bit closer to WrestleMania to do that or, or what. But 
Um, you know, Dean ended up beating EC3, whatever, I guess. Um, I like EC3. I think he's a good fit on Raw. I'd like to see him talk. Um, his personality is his biggest um, attribute. And, um, you know, the fact that he hasn't actually said a word yet, it's a little bit odd, if you ask me. But, um, you know, I'm all in on a Dean and EC3 feud, if that's what the plan is, if that's what they're going to do, you know, up until... Maybe not at WrestleMania, but if Dean's kind of you know getting in there to to get him to get him going and, and eventually put him over, I'm f- I'm totally fine with that. I like EC3. Um, I just thought that you know all of this was a little bit weird and uh, just a little bit out of place. And by this point, you know the crowd is just so dead; they don't care about anything that's going on. Um, really, up until we get to this tag match. So, like I said, this crowd has been dead forever and ever and ever, and we all know. The, you know, the rumors of, you know, they're going to refocus on the tag teams and they're going to put, the, you, know, you know, the revival is going to be the, the focus of the division and all this. And, uh, you know, we've also heard all these reports of, you know, house shows of revival against Rudin Gables stealing the show and they're getting this is awesome chance. Bailey even tweeted out a video at some house show of this is awesome chance. And, you know, crowds are really getting into those matches and these guys went out there, and I can't remember how much time they had, but they had a killer match, and this crowd was absolutely dead to start, and they were on fire by the end. And it just goes to show you that if you if you let those tag teams go out there and wrestle, the crowd's going to be into it. And I can only think of how much more the crowd would have been into that match if the revival had been more a little bit more established had been able to cut some promos. If Rudin Gable, I mean, have Rudin Gable even had tag team like promos? I mean, have they done anything for that team other than make them tag team champions? Um, you know, they, they just it's just they, they 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 just don't care about tag team wrestling. You know, they just they just throw guys together or they have these teams and they go out and they win, they lose, and there's nothing really more to it. And I think that um, you know, I'd like to think that this is the start to. Um, a rebuilding of the tag team division, you know, kind of like I said, it seems like they might be trying to get Lucha House Party going a little bit, making us care about them a little bit more. Um, I'd like to see, you know, the revival get a little bit more established, give them some mic time, let them go out there and and talk their shit, let them go out there and sell them, tell everyone who they are, you know, the top guys, you know, um, forever the revival, all of that, let them go out there and be that, let them be characters, you know, there's no reason why. Tag team wrestling can't be a major part of Raw and SmackDown. The talent's there. The talent is there. And if you do it right, you could even have the tag titles close a pay-per-view. If your Universal Champion is not going to be there, you can even have that be a thing. So I really hope that this is the start to to more for the tag team division. Um, I'm a big, big fan of the Revival. I was really happy to see them win. And, um, you know, it seems like both shows are starting to get a little bit of kick in the tag division just a little bit. Um, I anticipate Revival having another match with Rudin Gable, maybe. Um, and from there, I would really like to see Rudin Gable split up. Um, like I said, they really, I mean, other than make them tag champions, they really haven't done a single thing with those two as a tag team. You know, kudos to, to Rudin Gable for going out there and making you know, matching gear, and they try to have a couple tag team moves, but they never got, I don't, I mean, I can't remember them ever really getting mic time as far as, 
as anything on on Raw goes, or even you know, on like a WWE.com or anything like that. I mean, you know, at least the revival got that. But I, I mean, it just seems like they've never really done anything with Root and Gable. They threw them together because they had nothing for either of them, um, and it's just been kind of there. I mean, there's weeks where they're not even on Raw. So um, I'm a big fan of both. Gable's incredible. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's absolutely incredible. Uh, I think I'm ready for him to, to, to break off and, and, and do a singles run as a babyface. And I think, you know, having Rude turn on him, going as a heel, uh, maybe even ditching the glorious shtick, and uh, let, those two, let those two have a feud maybe after WrestleMania. Why not? Uh, both are great talents, and I'm, I'm, I'm honestly ready for Rude to, to, to start moving up the card a little bit. You know, he's too good of a talent to be in this kind of throwaway tag team. Um, I mean, I would even, if, if they do end up putting the belt on Finn, the, the Intercontinental title, you know, let him and Rude go at it for, for the Intercontinental title. Those, those two would have incredible matches. So um, I was super happy to see the Revival get the titles. Um, it's, it's just, it's up to WWE what they want to do with them from here on out, whether they're going to have him feud with Lucha House Party, whether they're going to get Hawkins and Ryder um, going as a tag team, and, and you know, maybe, maybe they have the feud with, with Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, a friend of mine made it made a comment that uh, be really cool to have revival versus Hawkins and Ryder at Mania. Let that be uh, Hawkins getting that big win for the for the tag titles. I don't know that I really want that that soon. Um, I'd like to see the revival have the titles for a little while before before they finally drop them. But um, you know, I just want good tag team wrestling. I want it to be treated like uh, you know like it, like it's important. You know, forever and ever. The women's title was treated like it wasn't important, and then all of a sudden, you go and you and you you know you let the women go out there and, and have characters, and you let them have time in the ring, and you you give them real storylines, and you give them a chance. And what happened? Now everybody loves women wrestling. You know, we we want to see the you know we want we want to see the women main event WrestleMania, and you know it probably won't happen with the tag team, but there's no reason why they can't main event a uh, a backlash. Or a battleground, or something like that, you know. Especially if your Universal Champion is on around. So, um, you know, I really, really hope WWE starts doing something with the tag teams because there's a lot of talented cats out there, and uh, and, and they, they could do a lot. They could do really well with it. Um, you know. But speaking of the women, uh, the thing that everyone is talking about <laughs> since last night, um, you know, they, the the show the Raw closes with with Becky going out there. She does apologize. Triple H and Steph put her right back in the match, and they walk away. And Ronda comes out, and everything looks like all is good. And then Vince comes out and says, "Nope, Becky, you're suspended for sixty days." And Ronda, you'll be taking on Charlotte Flair. And the internet lost its collective shit. Um, and I'm here to tell you why adding Charlotte is the right move. Yes, adding Charlotte is the absolute correct move. Um, you know, Charlotte wasn't not going to have a high-profile match at WrestleMania. I saw a lot of people talk about how they wanted to have her face Oscar for the women's title on SmackDown, and I would have totally been fine with that. I really would have. Um, I think that they had the best match on WrestleMania last year, I have no doubt they would have uh, come close to that this year. Um, I think they would have had a little bit more heat on it with, with Charlotte as a heel. And, uh, and yeah, they would have had a killer match. But Charlotte deserves to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, whether you want to admit that or not, 
Um, and I'm not saying Becky doesn't, and I'm not saying Ronda doesn't, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't want to see Becky versus Ronda one-on-one. I have long since maintained that that would be my preference. Um, I would prefer WrestleMania main event to be a one-on-one match, but a lot of people forget that this was originally Charlotte's match. This was the plan going back to last year's WrestleMania. People, you know, people, people forget that, that. Yeah, that was what that was what they wanted to do. And then, of course, Becky goes and gets incredibly hot, and uh, and, and of course now she's inserted. And you know, I'm glad she was. She deserves it. Becky's great. She's the man. Um, and, and you know, she's still gonna win the title. You know, she's done, let's not act like she's not still going to find her way back in the match and win the title. Um, you know, Char- Charlotte, pe- people want to act like she's, you know, I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but people, she's not Dana Brooke, man. She's not Alicia Fox. She's one of the best wrestlers on the roster, male or female. Uh, I mean, Go go and look at, at some of the best women's wrestling matches over the last couple of years since this whole women's revolution really took off. Most of them have Charlotte involved in them. So don't act like this match is just going to be bad now because Charlotte's Charlotte's added to it. Uh, you know, it's it's still going to be an incredible main event. You know, the women are going to go out there, they're going to kill it. It's probably going to be even a little bit better, you know, cuz now you have someone that you actually genuinely hate that you don't want to see win and when Becky beats her, it's going to be even sweeter for Becky. There's already a, a set established, you know, heat and feud with not just Becky and Charlotte, but Charlotte and Ronda. And this is a story that they've been telling since Survivor Series. So the, the fact that people are shocked by this and that they're up in arms by this is, um, I mean, it's really just silly in my opinion. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, and, you know... It's uh, sorry if you don't like it, but it's 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 what it is. And you know, heel Charlotte's one of the best characters in WWE, and they're going to go on and they're going to continue to tell an incredible story up until WrestleMania. And you know, who knows, man? Maybe this isn't the set in stone match. Maybe they do have a match with Becky and Charlotte at Fastlane, where Becky overcomes Charlotte, and then it's Becky and Ronda anyway. You know, who's to say that this is the set in stone match? I think that we need to, t- to kind of take a step back and a breather and say, okay, let's see where they're going to go with it because, you know, let them, let them tell a story, let them, let them, let them do what they what they do best, you know? And, you know, I know everybody wants to compare Charlotte to, to Roman and Cena, but, you know, if Becky was, was, was booked the way that Charlotte is booked and used the way that Charlotte is used and in, in, in all these matches all the time, I mean, everybody would turn on Becky too. You know, this is nothing new. They would turn on Becky just like they turned on Charlotte, just like they turned on Cena, just like they turned on Roman, just like they turned on Brock, like they're turning on Ronda. You know, everybody wants to complain that WWE doesn't have stars and that they don't make anybody, um, but they're trying to make Becky when right now, right in front of your eyes. You can't tell me that Becky beating Charlotte and Ronda in the same match isn't going to make Becky. Um, you know, everybody, everybody wants... Becky to be this next Stone Cold and all this, but you know that's not that's not Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch isn't Stone Cold Steve Austin. You guys, you know, everybody wants to live in the past and say, you know, blah 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 and, and all that, and it, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It's, um, I think it's the right move. Not to mention, um, putting putting Charlotte in there with both of them gives a completely new opportunity for somebody on SmackDown, whether that's. 
Naomi or if it's Sonya or if it's you know maybe they move somebody from Raw over to SmackDown like like a Ruby Riot or, or or what you never know right so um, nothing but good can come from this it's not like it's bringing the match down it's still gonna be a fantastic match the story is gonna be incredible and and I've actually seen people say that I've seen people say I know it's gonna be a great match and I know it's gonna be a fun story but it's not what we want well. I don't really really know what to say to that. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I, I it's just you know, you're Vince is getting the the reaction that he wants. You know this is this is this is exactly what he wants. He wants people to be mad about it. Charlotte's a heel. She's supposed to be hated. Becky's the babyface. You're supposed to want to see her have what she wants. You're supposed to see. You're supposed to say, hey, you know, Becky deserves X, Y, and Z. That's the story they've been telling since SummerSlam. So. The fact that people are shocked and up in arms, I mean, it just goes to sh- it just it just speaks to to where we are as fans nowadays. You know, everybody wants to zero in on one wrestler, and 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 that's that's their guy or girl, and and no one else matters. We did that with Brian, and we wanted to boo Roman Reigns, and we booed Batista, we booed Rey Mysterio at the Royal Rumble back in 2014 because we wanted Brian to win the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I just feel like today's fans are so entitled and uh, they don't really know when they're being worked. So, um, you know, whatever. I'm excited. I think it's great. Charlotte's genuinely one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. Um, and I, th- I think I think that it's going to be uh, I think it's gonna be a great match. And, and, you know, I don't think we have anything to be upset about. But, yeah, I think that will uh, I think that'll wrap it up for the day. Um, you know, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, if you like what I'm doing, let me know, man. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at that WrestlePod. Uh, like me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash thatwrestlingpod. Um, you, know, you can find me on uh, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, I will be adding that on other, I'll, I'll be adding this to other platforms as well. Um, if there's anything out there that, you know, people are, people want to recommend, I think I'm going to try to get it on TuneIn and iHeartRadio here soon. Um, otherwise, yeah, man, let people know what I'm doing. If you like what I'm doing, um, let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if you like what I'm doing. Let me know if, if uh, let me know if I suck, you know, <laughs> this is the first time I'm doing, I'm doing something like this. So, um, you know, give me some feedback. Let me know what I could be doing better. Uh, let me know what I could be doing more of, less of. Um, all, all feedback is appreciated. You know, no such thing as bad feedback. So, um, but like I said, that'll be it for the day. I do appreciate you taking the time to spend a little bit of time with me. Um, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week. I will be back later on with predictions for the Elimination Chamber as well as a top 10 Elimination Chamber match uh, pod. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, until then, guys, uh, thank you and uh, keep on keeping on. Keep on.